welcome to Dice in a Slice, the only D&D 5e podcast powered by Baked Goods. My name is Joshua Gould, I am your Dungeon Master, poorly boy, and a hunk of burning love, according to one dementia care group worker. <laughs> Tonight I am joined by what can only be described as an abomination. It is a millionaire's yum-yum. Oh my goodness. What? It's a yum-yum, we've talked about yum-yums extensively, it's mm-hmm. that flaky donut vibe. It's like a square of it with caramel chocolate and I think they're honeycomb with a white chocolate coating. I've not tried it yet. Here we go. We saw it when we were walking around Tesco and I said, that looks like a great slice to have on the podcast. Um, and also it's like a very tall for a yum yum. It's like a it's like a tall square. Why do you hate your fiance? <laughs> I reckon it might be nice. I'm excited to have mine later. He's thinking, he's chewing, he's mulling. The caramel is good. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. It's very dry. Oh no, yum yums are normally really soft and moist. But this is the thing. I'm touching it with my fingers right now and it doesn't feel dry, which means it's only dry in the mouth. Interesting. Which could be to do with the sugar around the outside. You could just buy a caramel yum yum and be happy with that. I didn't even know that caramel yum yums were a thing. I didn't know that flavoured yum yums were a thing. Well, apparently they are. This is from Tesco, supporting Big Cake. Mm. It's very flaky. You know, it does that side of it very, very well indeed. Four out of ten. How many yums will you give it? One yum or two yums? I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I've just given it four out of ten, so I guess I'm going to give it a yum. <laughs> Thus continues my quest for a decent millionaire's shortbread experience. Would it be a yun? Because that's half of an M, but... Oh, I see a that. Yun. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, yun. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm a thinker, I am. Smart. I like smart jokes. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that whole bit. Well, uh, hello, everybody. My name is Jazz, and I play Skylar. It's a pleasure to be here. And today, I have had a very busy week, and I was looking around in my cupboard, wondering what I was going to have for my slice, and I found these little mug huggers. Aww. It is a little gingerbread house that's got like a little divot cut out of it so it sits on the side of your mug and I have them left over from Christmas. So I was like, that'll do. That is really cute. Very, very cute. It is super, super cute. Well, hello. I think it's my turn now. My name is Tom. It's a pleasure to see you. That's right. I can see you. Um, I play Bodhi and today I have bought with me, I'm going back to basics, back to the old school. I have with me today. Hang on, hang on, everyone guess. If it's going back to the old days, I'm gonna say it's a Jamaican ginger cake. I'm gonna guess garlic bread. I'm gonna go with a sausage roll. Oh, okay. It's a Jamaican ginger and garlic (laughs) sausage roll. (laughs) All of those are really good guesses for me. And I'm now currently terrified that I've actually never bought one of these to record. (laughs) Don't overthink it. I have bought with me today a cherry bake well. Big cake, massive, massive cake. It's the big man himself, absolutely. Uh, It is Mr. Rudyard Kipling. (laughs) Mr. Rudyard Kipling. Yeah. Noted racist Rudyard Kipling. Yeah. Big racist. Um, In uh, our house. I'm so sorry. Um, Is it a good Bakewell? For a racist made cake, it's not bad. I should say the Mr. Kipling organisation is not associated with Rudyard Kipling in any way. And the opinions expressed in Dice and a Slice do not reflect anything the the Kipling brand. No, the done. opinions expressed by Tom do not reflect Dice in a Slice. I think. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Listen, 
The Cherry Bakewell is um, actually a very pleasant Cherry Bakewell. It's got virtually no bake to it whatsoever, besides the pastry crust. Um, you've all had a Cherry Bakewell, I'm sure. And if you haven't, it is a small kind of short crust, short crust pastry? No, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, short crust pastry with um, some jam and some Frangipan. icing sugar. And a lovely... Is it marzipan as well? Frangipan. 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 Okay, frangipan. Sorry. And a lovely little... Uh, uh, what are they called? Not maraschino cherry. Um, glacier. Glacier, glacier cherry. <laughs> glacier cherry on top. Glacier cherry. Glacier. It's glacier. <laughs> Honestly, it's really good. It's basically sugar with a they slightly so cherry... They are so sugary. Kind of, they're so sugary. My, yeah. my brother's favourite baked good used to be specifically the, uh, the Big Cake, Mr. Kipling... Bakewell tarts, and I used to not like them, um, but I'm also a fan now. Don't know why, don't know what happened, my mouth got better. Mine is big brand, who, but not big cake per se. Hi, I'm Alicia, I play Tala. I have for my slice today a slice of the dime dessert, Ooh. which is a cake, but it's like a dessert cake. You get it in the frozen section, you can buy it at Tesco's, I don't know if you can get it other places, but you can definitely buy it in Tesco's. And it is essentially a layered cake thing and the bottom layer is like a thin layer of like a sponge cake and then it's a layer of some delicious velvety soft creamy dime flavored thing and then it's another layer of the sponge another layer of the creamy thing and then it's got chocolate all over the top milk chocolate and like shards of dime all stuck in the top it's really good and it is so yeah, good like when amazing. i saw it was like layers of sponge cake i was like that looks fucking weird but i love dime bar so i'll try it yeah. and i think i brought it before i don't remember how but it's so good friends like it's, you take it out the really freezer good. it defrosts for like a little bit i always eat it before it's defrosted but it doesn't really matter because it's just like chocolate and cake it mm. is so good and particularly today i saw it in tesco and i've just eaten it and it hit the spot so well it was so delicious and i'm really that really pleased. really very very good sounds really very sounds really very excellent because it is very tasty and delicious mm. uh, honestly i highly time, recommend it first time i had it must have been four or five years ago now and we bought it in an <laughs> ikea near bristol okay yeah. I'm a, I remember being like really confused about it yeah. conceptually like you and even like reading what it is on the packet i'm like i don't know what this is going to be like in my mouth this isn't flat no pack. you don't you see the picture and you're like why is there like sponge cake with like cream stuff <laughs> what is happening i genuinely do do if you feel like the spirit moves you buy one i noticed in the freezer like section bar. they also had a toblerone cheesecake yes Ooh. which is going on the I'm list i'm not sure about that i think it might be great i'd be willing to try it tune, tune in next time <laughs> i think chocolate Chocolate cheesecake. Uh, freaks no, no, me no, out. no, 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 it's, it's not. It's, it looks like it's a vanilla white cheesecake. Like it wasn't a chocolate ah, cheesecake yeah. from the look of the box. Okay. But obviously we didn't look at detail. Because and, that's, and that's why I'm curious about it. I have the same feeling about the picture of that cheesecake as I do about white chocolate ice cream. White chocolate ice cream Ooh. is quite I nice. look at white chocolate ice cream and I think, oh, this is vanilla. And then it isn't. It, it is just yeah. kind of like a very sweet vanilla. I find whenever I've had white chocolate ice cream before. I had a one of these hot milkshakes from Costa. Have you seen oh, them? I've heard about they this. They have and been it causing me. so much discourse online with people going, "Why the fuck are they selling hot milkshakes?" <laughs> See, I do you know what though? I had one today, and it was all right, but it wasn't white chocolate. It was just oat milk. What was it? What flavour did you have? I had a white chocolate and strawberry one and I asked for it to be with oat milk because that's what I want. It was nice. Didn't taste any white chocolate. 
definitely just tasted the oat milk. So it was just like, hot oat milk. With some strawberry a in it. A hot milkshake feels like just a flavoured hot chocolate. Do you know what I mean? Like like hot milk is just weird. I just think it's weird. That's just smooth porridge. Right? It feels odd. Yeah, these 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 hot milkshakes concern me greatly. It was cosy. Like it was nice. Like experientially, was it any better or worse than a hot chocolate? Um, it was just a different flavour. But it could have been a white chocolate and raspberry hot chocolate. Yes. Yeah. They are weird. I don't think I will partake. No, I didn't think I was going to either, but I was cold. And it was all right. So, Tala, why don't you catch us up with what happened last time? So, last time we started by discussing exactly how we were going to save Shimmer and Norma from Brig. We floated lots of ideas, but the basis is that... I'm going to pretend that I've been undercover as a criminal and I'm actually still a guard and I'm taking Pad and Tiny and Skylar and Bodie to jail and we're going to try and just get one of the guard ships to take us in. It's a big swing. It might fail. We learned a little bit about Brig. Uh, It's basically run by the prisoners. There's a lot of smuggling going in and out. I think there was a little bit of romantic action between Skylar and Max and we learned that some of the crew aren't very happy with uh, how me and Tiny behave, and there may be talks of a mutiny on the Sakailia. Meanwhile, in a comfortable room, the faint aroma of incense underlines a once bold warrior's final moments as their life force and memories become fodder for a succubus. Moments after their final breath, the demon vanishes, returning to their home to relay the intel they gathered. So, Skylar, uh, you are below deck on the Sakailia. Maximilian has just left you after your little spicy charged moment. Mm-hmm. He did leave you with a wee bit of a bombshell that there have been rumours of a mutiny yes. aboard the ship based on, apparently, the way that Tiny and Tala are presenting their relationship. Mm-hmm. So he's sort of a little bit like, whoo, whoo. You hate to see him leave, but you love to watch, you know, that type thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's just recovering because he a, a little voice in the back of his head is going five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I better go tell Tom. <laughs> 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 and he was like, I just want to, I just want to be in this moment for like just a little bit longer yeah okay now i have to go now i have to go tell tala that her nookie nookie is getting her in trouble oh dear me i mean he is he is great to watch walk away yeah yeah just what a you know so yes i'm going to go run to find Tala. As you would expect to find her, Tala is... Where is Tala? I imagine just probably in her quarters. Very well. Um, Skylar, are you a knock-on-the-door sort of person or are you a fuck-doors, I've-got-news sort of person? I think he has been in the past a little bit fuck-doors. I can't remember what they're for. Yeah. But I feel like that's bitten him in the ass a couple of times. So he will rapidly knock on the door and then be like... Uh, yeah, hi, it, it, it's me. Like, trying to be casual, just in case anyone overhears. Uh, yeah, hi, Skylar, you can come in. Okay, cool. And he comes on in. Yeah, Tyler's there, pouring over maps. There's a little, like, a journal, I guess, a captain's log, I suppose. All right, so he kind of, like, comes in, looks around. She's on her own? 
Yeah. So he shuts the door and is like, okay, so just realized I don't quite know how to how to um, tell you this. Um, hang Are you on. okay? You look really flustered and weird. Yeah, I can imagine that I do. There's a lot going on uh, in this moment for me right now. Um, Skylar, roll a deception check. <laughs> Why? I'm not deceiving. You're not deceiving, but you are. I'm just to see how written on your face is it that you've maybe just had a romantic interaction. Yeah. You know? Oh, sure. I got a 22. Fuck you. With a 22, yeah, Tyler. Skylar just seems very red in the face, sort of quite flustered. There's, there's a chaos about him that is perhaps a little unusual. So he's there and he's like, okay, all right. I was just talking with someone who wishes to not be named. Okay. But I think y'all might want to check around. People are getting a little bit antsy about you and Tiny. Antsy? About what? Like, uh, favoritism. The, you know, I I don't know because, like, I don't have this opinion, but as people who are in charge, um, uh, apparently it's not reading too well with the rest of the crew that someone who's in charge is shacking up with someone who ain't in charge. Okay. And that's not my opinion. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all fully support you, especially because it was going on before you became that captain and shit, but other people here don't know that. And apparently it's getting a little bit Spicy. By spicy, you mean... A mutiny. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And this person who wants to remain anonymous, do Mm -hmm. we know how trustworthy they are? I I, I reckon they're pretty trustworthy. Okay. This just feels really odd. I don't... I feel like Tiny and me keep it pretty relaxed and people knew we were a thing before they kind of... I know. That's mutiny, really? I don't know. This person might have been exaggerating, but I think it might just be worth you just kind of seeing about getting some more information, like getting a bit of a lay of the land, a survey. Okay. I just, I think that just because you're captain, it it might be reading a bit. Yeah, And especially because he's also quite, he's also like, you know, he's not exactly low ranking. He's the quartermaster, right? So he's the one in charge of all the money. Yeah. God, I hate Boat sometime. Um, and then telepathically, she's like, Bodie. Yeah? Can you come to my room for a sec? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me two takes. What's Bodie up to right now? I think Bodie is currently on two little side missions, kind of concurrently on his work table. One of which is the schematics for making a decent enough harness for when he's underwater as a warecraft. Solid. <laughs> Solid goals. And uh, the second is just a scribbled list of names of people that he might know in Brig. Most of them are kind of scratched out hastily because uh, of one reason or another. It's, uh, you know, uh, oh, no, he's dead. Oh, no, he's dead. Uh, he hates me. Uh, <laughs> she, she does not want to see me anymore. <laughs> they are... Not going to help me. <laughs> they hate me and they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, uh, you know, pops some papers over the top just to make it look like that kind of haphazard mess that he tries to he tries to sort of portray um, and comes scurrying through. And through Bodhi scurries. 
She's like, yeah, come in. And Tala's kind of just like pacing back and forth a little bit. Oh, yeah, what's... Oh, right. Shall I close the door? Yeah, yeah, I would. Right, okay, not a problem. Closes it, sort of stands there looking at you both warily. So, you've been on a ship before. How bad is a mutiny? (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, it depends on uh, which side you're on, I guess. (laughs) Why are you asking? Skylar has an anonymous source who does not wish to be named. And apparently people are feeling mutinous on the ship. Oh, piss and shit. Okay, right. Uh, is there any reason for it? Yeah, me <sighs> and Tiny, apparently. Thank goodness. I thought it was going to be something like not enough ice cream. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's joking. like, oh, thank goodness, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, this This is I, I, big problem, I assume, right? I mean, how credible is the source, first and foremost? Tala looks to Skylar. <laughs> yeah, I would say pretty credible and like he wouldn't have a reason to make it up okay cool um and <laughs> that's all i'm giving how, Bodhi. <laughs> and and how um high ranking or how much um sway does this person have just out of interest i'd say middling level okay would we miss him if <laughs> he makes a misstep why why are we gunning for him oh he's not he's not the no ringle- oh. he's not the ringleader Oh, he's like an informant. Yeah, he's just someone who told me. Oh, well, absolutely. Don't tell us who it is. Uh, the, the, the fewer is... Yeah, exactly, yeah, right? Sure. I mean, oh, I just fucking love this idea that Bodhi's like, thank you for this information. <laughs> now we have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, damn. We heard you've been forming some opinions that don't align with ours, so... Oh. Had to kill <laughs> this you. This is um, Right, okay. When we're talking about mutiny, like, was there any kind of inclination as to how likely or how soon this would be? I don't think it's soon. It's just something that is a potential threat if it's continued to brew. And is the M word our word or their word? Their word. Actively their word. Mm. Piss and shit again. Okay, God, can we not just get like one day's peace on this boat Mm. where there's just Mm. like not something? Part of me is... um, trying to think practically about this. How's that going? I mean, I'm, I'm just running through the scenarios. Um, we are about to leave the ship for an indetermined <sighs> amount of time. Yeah, and hope that it's here to pick us up mm-hmm. when we need it. Uh, mm-hmm. I am not the God. best reader of people, I've got to be honest. Everyone's my friend until they aren't. Therefore, I'm not entirely let's say the word, uh, proficient in gaining, you know, a read on Mm. what people are thinking. We've got on top of this. We need to get more on top of it. The the most prudent thing to do is try and find the people who are dissenting the most. And Mm -hmm. first and foremost, obviously, um, try and coax them back. And if we can't, friends, there's a lot of sea out here. (laughs) I mean, is there a way, what is it like? Could we bait them out? So like, could we have like either me or Bodhi being put forward as the people's other choice and try that angle and then bait them out? Or is that a bit too backstabby for, for all y'all? I, uh, and like Tala kind of just like puts her hand to her forehead like she's just stressed. She's like, I, uh, the crew already put up with a bunch of shit from us, let's be honest. We have dumped so much on this group of unsuspecting people that I think goes beyond, you know, vague pirate advert. Uh, I think realistically the most sensible step 
is, I guess, for me to talk to Tiny and see what's going on. Yeah, of course. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to make it very clear: this isn't your fault. It is just a perceived, a perceived, <laughs> a, a, a perceiving of actions, um, and a reaction to that. I know, but I mean, you know, in the guard, if you know, I checked up with someone, or my boss checked up with one of my peers, you know. Yeah. Skylar's, fe- Skylar's feeling real awkward right now. <laughs> um, but he's like, look, like, I think it might just be better if we try and find out who is having the problem and talking to them, because it might even just be that there's a bigger problem going on, that maybe they and you are button heads, or maybe they and Tiny are button heads, and this is a good avenue for them to use to beat you with. I mean, I get it, but... But you guys not being together isn't going to solve that problem. I mean, but we've not been on this ship for, like, a week. Hmm. Like, even if it was just one person who had an issue, they've had a whole week to talk to whoever and, you know, drop ideas and... You know, in my defense, Tiny and I were a thing before. If yeah. I met him on the crew and then decided to shack up with a crew member as, you know, a captain and someone higher up, sure, that's inappropriate. But, you know, Tiny and I were a thing before. But it's... We're going to brig and it's going to be shit. And Bodhi said we're going to be off the ship. And I don't want there to be a chance that if, by God's luck, we escape that fucking island, we get out to sea and there is nothing waiting for us. Because then we're fucked. Okay, so this crew has been part of a ship for a week. And in that week, they have made quite significant profits. In that week, we have also not seen land to use those hard-earned profits. Mm -hmm. I wonder whether there is anywhere nearby that we can just shore up and get rid of some of the flotsam and jetsam that need getting rid of. Are you suggesting a shopping trip? I mean, of a manner of speaking, I'm also suggesting just an opportunity for the people who are not happy to leave. Mm. To, to that point, you guys did go to the middle bit. the Botilla, yeah. the big uh, sort of marketplace, but you didn't get to stop there long because you needed... Uh, I don't think you just stopped there for very long. Someone sort of came to you. You didn't really explore that much. And in the in just in the interests of giving you an option to that suggestion, that you could always go back there. It's not too far from where you guys are, but it is in the opposite direction. You, Bodhi, would also be aware that it does move. Mm. You yes. might have to find it. Your other alternatives would be to find a port city. However, in this neck of the in this neck of the world, there, there is there is nothing between Oasis and Nicotine. Mm. So you would be you would be looking to go to an entirely different place in an entirely different direction. Right. And obviously that's out of the question. <laughs> okay, look, Bodhi kind of slaps his legs and just says, We have the information. Thank you very much, Skylar. And we have the I'm not gonna say admission, but the ability to change some things that are, that could help. Thank you very much, Tala. The thing we don't have right now is uh who is having these issues. So I think that's the that's the first bit that we need to figure out. The second step will be trying to find a way to appease them. Third step, profit. But if they're, look, if they're unhappy and then, you know, the three of us or whoever start asking questions and trying to get information, that's just gonna piss them off more. For sure. And I get it. Because I've seen it in the ranks when I've worked and I've been one of the people that's not been happy with how things are running. And I, 
I hate to be a dick, but I think I'm just going to have to pull rank and say I'm going to talk to Tiny and I'm going to fix it. And I don't want anyone harassing the crew or asking around about it or trying to find out who thinks what. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who thinks what. Some people think it and I've got to fix it. So that's that's Look, kind of the only way. Okay. All I'm saying is um, we have information and they don't know that we have that information. Yeah. I'm not saying that we ask around. Um, I'm not saying that we wheedle our way in because that's the, the, the fastest way of getting a limpet stuck to something is by trying mm-hmm. to pull it off. The fastest way to close doors is by trying to open them, you know? Uh-huh. All I'm saying is we take a day to just keep our eyes open and keep our ears to the ground. Not ruffling feathers, just making sure that it's not <laughs> going to happen tonight. <laughs> In, you know what, Bodhi? Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want a day. I don't want this sitting on me for a day. I just and like Tala looks exasperated and her and just like upset and she's like I just I want I just want to deal with it and have it be done. You sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it's captain's job. Okay. All right. We will still need to be vigilant because as as Skylar said, this could just be an excuse. Yeah, for sure. But if you're willing to make this sacrifice, then. <laughs> This is why I've never been high up. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. The romance politics is why. <laughs> well, listen, there's there's ice cream in the freezer if you need it. I think Tala just like puts a hand on like Bodhi's upper arm and kind of gives it squeeze and is like, okay, thanks. Okay, I'm going to talk to Tiny. You guys can go about your business. Okay. Give us a shout if you need us. Yeah, I will. I sort of go to the door. Yeah, Skylar follows. I guess Tyler will go find Tiny. I imagine he's in the kitchen somewhere. Yeah. <gasps> Tiny is in, in his sort of little quartermaster's kitchen. He's, he's happily chopping away. Seems to be making some sort of hearty stew for the crew. Uh, seems as though uh, in the week while the ship was moored, they'd been catching quite a bit of fish. Um, and had been sort of getting some vegetation from the, from the mangrove swamp as well. Um, there's a surprising amount of like prawn type things going on in there just to sort of paint that picture. Um, and he's he's cutting an onion at the moment, uh, sort of making like a, like, a, like making a fine dice with it. His knife work is quite impressive, actually. As you sort of happen upon him, you see other things moving around. He's clearly gotten uh, Oswald, Aww. his unseen servant, out to sort of help him move things. There's a pot on the boil, there's a pan sizzling away with something in it. It's just him in there, actually. Hey, hun. How you doing? Oh, uh, hey, Tala. I'm, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I was wondering if we could have a chat when you're done chopping. Yeah, sure. Oh no, um, <laughs> don't roll. <laughs> he uh, he sort of finishes chopping. He he chucks the the onion in this sizzling pan. It's a very hot pan. You can tell by the sound made when the onions hit upon the oil within it. Mm-hmm. Sort of wipes his hand down on a little apron, takes his little chef's hat off one of his horns, turns <laughs> to Utala, sort of leans against uh, leans against the side, says, uh, "What's up?" Oh, I thought we could maybe chat in my room. Oh, if that's okay. Uh, okay. And he sort of turns behind him. Uh, Oswald, keep an eye on those. Let them caramelize. Don't let them burn. If they burn, you will be disappeared. <laughs> I think we've just found the cause of the mutiny. It's Oswald. Oswald's the culprit. Um, and there's like a there's like a little a little shoe a, a little sous chef hat that just like bobs. Yes, chefly. Oh, criminal. And, uh, Tiny, yeah, tiny, tiny follows you. He says, uh, lead the way, Captain. She leads the way back to her room, and once he's in, she kind of just, like, closes the door and maybe kind of just leans somewhere or sits. I don't know. She looks uncomfortable. As you look uncomfortable, he suddenly his, like, happy-go-lucky shifts to, like, one of 
gentle concern. Mm, sure. Like, uh, this is weird. Uh, and he sort of sits down on uh, on like the footlocker at the end of the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the matter? You look real uncomfortable. It, so uh, Skylar has heard from someone on the crew that uh, people aren't happy with our relationship, essentially, here on the ship. And sorry, what do you mean, like the leadership's relationship with the crew, or like like you and I having a relationship? His ears like droop a little. Oh, um, well, fuck him, right? I mean, you're the captain. Uh, I mean, yeah, in theory, but. They could easily decide that they don't want that anymore, and I am outnumbered. <laughs> uh... I don't agree. Like, I, I think we're, we're pretty chill in general. But me not agreeing doesn't change the fact that they aren't happy. But what does their opinion have to do about anything? It's... <sighs> you know, so, so, so some people are uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable that there's a fucking crocodile guy on the boat. Oh, the drama! <laughs> Let me finish. I'm unhappy that there's a fucking crocodile guy on the boat. I'm I'm unhappy that we've just spent what four days in Skylar's hometown just to kill a guy. Oh, oh, the drama. Look, I. Oh no. I get it. It's shit, and I was shocked and annoyed when Skylar told me, but it's... How did Skylar find... What? what, People are unhappy, so you're breaking a... whatever this is? Like, I I don't care if there's some... Like, I I know you're not like a... You know, you're you're polyamorous, and that's cool. I'm I'm fine with that. Um, Don't meet many people sailing, so... I, I don't have an issue with that. If like if you're worried that there's someone else and that might hurt me, that's that's fine. Like we've discussed Cass, and that's that's all cool. Tiny, it's not it's it's not that thing. It's you know the mutiny on the ship is one fucking thing, but I, it's not. I've been thinking anyway, and I just don't know whether it's better for now if we just cool it off for a bit. I'm not saying we permanently have to, but you know. Since we've been doing shit, everything we're doing is just getting more intense and the stuff that we're doing is just insane. And I'm already having to watch over Skylar and Bodhi and then if I'm having to worry about protecting you as well, then I don't want to stretch myself so thin that I miss something and I then let someone down. You don't have to worry about looking after me. You know, I I, I can look after myself and... I, I mean, I, I, I've got your back, you know, I'm, I'm there, I'm, I'm here. It's not just for you, but, you know, you're, you're a huge, a huge part of that. I know. For me, and- Tala, I, I've never felt like this about anyone before. And look, I, I, you are so powerful and you've been so reliable in general on your own. I've never had to think about it, but. When we were in Oasis and you got freaked out by whatever fucking spell was on that temple and you were terrified to go inside, I was then worrying about you on top of everything else that was going on because that wasn't like you. And I'm then like, well, I've now got someone else who I can't stay with because they've, you know, been gotten by whatever this is. And that's then more for me to think about. So so what are you saying? You, you don't want to care about me? I'm not saying I don't want to care, but 
I don't know that I have the capacity, you know? Bodhi's really powerful and he can do cool shit, but that makes him a target, and Bodhi's really soft, and he gets hit hard. And Skylar, let's be honest, is a loose cannon. And I still need to be there to help guide and look after them. Like, I I can't be looking after everyone all the time. So, so, oh, oh, so, so, so these two are... These two, they're more important than me, is what you're saying. It's not about someone being more important than someone else. But if I don't want to be stressing about worrying about everyone, and if the crew are feeling some kind of way about it already, then we could just take a break. All of this is just because people feel uncomfortable? People think it's inappropriate. What's inappropriate? We're fucking pirates. Well, I I don't know. I've not been on ships, but I think it's kind of, you know, you know, if, if they all decide they agree on something, that doesn't end well for the captain. You want to find Shimmer and Norma, and I get it, and so do I, but that's going to be fucking hard. This brig is not going to be a walk in the park. Like, Oasis, we kind of just strolled in, and that was fine. This is not going to be that. And I'm going to be so focused on trying to fake my way into being a guard who's actually a criminal, but I'm actually secretly been a guard the whole time. And I need to be focused and not distracted because that's going to be hard. Yeah, so you'll need help from people who have practiced experience in pretending to not be criminals when they are criminals. Okay, us taking a break doesn't mean you have to stop helping me. But you've just said you don't want me hanging around. I haven't said I don't want you hanging around. That's what I'm hearing. I'm saying maybe us romantically can just cool off for a bit. You're part of the crew. I'm not saying you're nixed from the boat, but what I'm saying is... The crew aren't aren't happy, and I'm feeling overwhelmed anyway because I've already got people I need to be looking out for. Who need it more than me? You don't need me looking out for you. You're so strong. He looks at you for the first time since this conversation started, and his eyes are filled with tears. Oh, oh, no, no. He says, you might not think that I need you, but of all of the people on this fucking plane of existence. You are the only one who matters to me. And you are the only one who has ever made me feel as though I matter. Tala, I love you with all of my heart. And right now, my heart is breaking. Oh my god. So, I'm gonna leave this situation. I'm gonna respect your decision. And he just stands up, Mm. puts his hand on the door handle sort of looks at the door handle, turns back to you, looks as though he's going to say a third thing, and then walks out, and he leaves the door slightly ajar. I am unhappy. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be really bad if you find out I'm still making out with Maximilian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hello. Welcome aboard. Oh, God, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you're all done. Ahem. This place, it's the middle bit. It's where I, Josh, speak to you, the listener, about all sorts of real-world goodness. Now, don't worry. Worse things happen at sea, yeah? Relax. And I think we could all do with the cuppa. Shall I put the kettle on? This week's middle bit is brought to you by Starfall Season 2. Starfall is a fantasy audio drama about the Caravel Travelling Acting Troupe, a group of performers who use magical illusions to bring their shows to life. It's a story that takes a fantastical troupe across the map of a fictional empire, built on the history of 12 once distinct kingdoms, as they deal with everything from lizard monsters from the Feywoods, to theatre ghosts with a litany of complaints, to corporate inspectors with no love for the arts, all while still trying to put on a good show. 
It's an adventure with creative sound design and a heartfelt story about getting to find out and decide who you are. And it's just something made with a lot of love from everyone involved. And season two is coming soon with your support. You see, Starfall is a fully independent, full cast, full fat audio drama intent on creating the kind of fantasy they'd like to see in the world. In 2021, they produced a 12 episode first season about community, healing, what sound a giant crab monster makes, and why you should never, ever, ever break a mirror in a theatre. And now they're back to do it again. Season 2 will feature 12 more episodes about the adventures of the Caravel Troop, as well as a bonus episode exploring the history of your two favourite stagehands and the six episode miniseries Fennel's Food Cart, which takes the form of a messy epistolary food tour around the Falston Empire. All in all, there's more episodes, a bigger cast, and more original music to help bring this world to life, but none of that is possible without their awesome producer Rooney, you know Rooney, who could do with a little bit of support to get this project over the line. Starting from as little as $5 and as much as $1,000, you can pledge your support to the Caravel Travelling Acting Troupe and get all sorts of awesome swag for doing so. Want more information? Of course you do. Well, head on over to Crowdfunder, that's C-R-O-W-D, F-U-N-D-R dot com forward slash Starfall 2. That's S-T-A-R-F-A-L-L 2. That address again is crowdfunder, that's F-U-N-D-R dot com forward slash Starfall 2. S-T-A-R-F-A-L-L, the number 2. And hey, when you've shown them your support, why not shout about it on the old social medias? It might whip up some more support, and then you can let us know by tagging us at Dice and a Slice, D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E. -E. Huge, enormous thank you to our Ko-Fi legends, Ben, Rooney, you know, from Starfall, and Chris, who are all incredibly important people and should feel the appropriate amount of hug from this message. Oh, they're there. Lastly, I gotta give a shout to the podcast editing MVP that is Alicia. She truly is goated with the source. I have no idea what that means, but I've been told that it's a good thing. And now, back to the action. Oh, this is gonna be really bad if you find out I'm still making out with Max. <laughs> I think Tala probably just finds some bottle of alcohol she's got stashed in her room somewhere and just sits on her bed and just drinks on her own as you look for this bottle of alcohol Bodhi and Skylar you both hear the sounds of like a yell a mm. throw oh. and a loud splash who's gone in the pot <laughs> and you and you just you you might just faintly hear Tiny saying um nobody fucking talk to me and then, and then, like, even more muffled. Less, but less muffled for you, Bodhi, actually. You hear, like, Oswald, I told you don't let these burn. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, Oswald, you had one oh. job! Wow. I feel like, after my chat, um, I'm very aware that I haven't actually seen Beavis since coming back to the boat. I mean, we, we can say that you've seen him and you've not had, like, a, a proper whatever, but yeah. Yeah, I think um, whilst I'm hearing whatever is happening there, I, I, I'm i currently with Beavis, um, if you'll allow me that kind of... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll allow you that. Um, and I think I think we've just been kind of uh, roughly going over the, the sort of ins and outs of what is happening in terms of inventory, in terms of the needs of the ship, what needs doing, what needs fixing, and all of that kind of stuff. And meanwhile, I'm just... Beavis is my right hand... 
chap. Mm -hmm. However, I am just kind of doing an ocular pack down, just trying to get any kind of <laughs> <laughs> get any kind of information about body language or anything like that. See if he's showing any signs of discomfort. Uh, yeah, sure. Roll me an insight check. The only discomfort is that you've come into the room and you're suddenly staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Beavis. How, how, how are you, Beavis? Eyes wide. Uh, yeah. You good? You feeling mutinous at all? <laughs> I really want you to be wearing the tiny, tiny goggles that Mac has in It's Always Sunny, <laughs> yeah. where he starts doing his ocular pat down. I feel like, I feel like absolutely. Um, that was an 18 um, with no modifier, so an 18. That's a good roll for it's Bodhi. It's a very good roll for Bodhi. While you're having this chat with Beavis about stock and sort of duties, repairs that need to be done, repairs that have been done over the past week, all that sort of thing, you don't seem to be getting any sort of suggestion that he is feeling, for lack of a better word, mutinous or, or indeed un uncomfortable about the things that you are talking about. Mm. But without, I would say, based on how conversations work, it's very difficult to glean that sort of information almost apropos of nothing. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, he, he does he does make comment that the crew seem to be in high spirits. They seem keen to get back on the seas and, and getting back to uh, doing it. You know, Good. piracy Good. and what have you. Not piracy. I'm very aware that a lot has happened over the last uh, little bit of time, uh, Beavis, uh, and I, I just, I just, I'd hate it if the, the the crew were feeling the burden of that. Do you know what I mean? There was a rumor about a curse uh, quite early on into the adventures, and it turned out that yes, because <laughs> you know Skylar had a rat thing. <laughs> yeah. Does he still have a rat thing? Nope. Ah, oh, that's good. Okay. And obviously you've got y your thing. Yeah. And there was the incubus. And yes. the uh, sea serpent. There was that. Yeah. Yes, yes. And now we're going to the prison island? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bodhi. How are you going to navigate this? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Uh, and um, I know that the crew signed up for... Miscellaneous adventures is what we signed up for. Which, to be fair, we have been getting miscellaneous adventures and a lot of gold. Well, there is that. There is that. Yeah. Um, and yes, there is. Yes. I can only hope that we can facilitate in the continual picking up of gold. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we're, we're back at sea. We're doing jaunty things. We had a really great week. One day we did trust falls. <laughs> That was good. Good. Um, some uh, some of the some of the rigging department have started to play a uh, semi regular game of um, of officers and oracles. That's fun. Yeah. Do I know what officers and oracles is? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, you do. Oh, of it's course. A, uh, it's a tabletop <laughs> role playing game uh, where they roll a twenty sided die to decide outcomes of different things. Incredible. Incredible. I've never been a ma massive fan of it. I can't lie, but... Oh, I mean, I, I used to play it when I was a kid. Uh, I think I ended up being like a, a level four admin assistant. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I had, a, I had an ability called Bullshit, where I could basically say something that sounded important but wasn't. God, I wish I had yeah. that. Yeah, uh, the problem is you can only get it if you multi-class into white guy. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I will play this game. Can this be our next game? Uh, <laughs> it's just us playing life. It's like children playing mum and dad. It's the sim. It's, it's the, the sim. sim. <laughs> <laughs> to get to level five, okay. I had to like be friends with 25 people, which is quite difficult because I sort of minned my charisma stat because it was a bit of a dump anyway. Right. Okay. This is all going massively on 
over my head, but um, it's like you're not a geek; you wouldn't get it. It's well, fine. See if see if they'll let you join, uh, Beavis. No, because they're they're playing the fifth edition, and I only play the second edition, which is the only real edition. <laughs> um, <laughs> I both love and hate this conversation. Uh, this is great. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, right. Okay. Well, listen. Just keep an eye on everyone. Uh, just make sure that everyone's happy. I know that you're doing that anyway. Hey, doing doing my best is what the midship person does. Are you okay? Me? Yeah. As I say, it's just been a it's been a hectic week, but it's only going to get more hectic. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Cool. I might need you to procure some particularly strong rope at some point. I know that um, Walton is pretty good at cracking on with all of that kind of stuff, but. Um, yes. For what purpose? Just, you know, fishing. I don't know why I'm, I'm, you know, beating around the bush with this. Um, obviously, y- you mentioned the crocodile thing, and yes, I just want to make sure that we're all good. Oh, it's for you. I see. It is for me. It is for me, and uh, I'm sure. I, I'll be honest. I was kind of worried that it was a sex thing. Oh God, no. <laughs> um, not for me, anyway. <laughs> that's fine. Or possibly like a being pulled by a whale thing. That was rad, but also havoc on the ropes. Yes, of really course. was havoc. Of course, Walton not happy about that, but it's fine. We we, we shouldn't be doing that much longer. I hope uh, Walton will forgive us. To be fair, like if the ropes aren't being destroyed, what's the purpose of a rope maker? So yeah. I'm not particularly worried about it. Keeps him around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's good. He's good people. He's good people. He's good people. Um, well, you know, thank you for the update. Um, You're welcome. I don't think I've got much more on the agenda. Uh, just, uh, you know, crack Great. on. Great, good. Thank you very much. Good, yes, will do. Thank you. Um, sort, of, sort of just, like, wraps the top of the barrel that you've, you've been stood around. Obviously, it's, like, it's knee-height to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good, yes. Uh, well, you know where to find me. I do, I do. All right, excellent. Somewhere on the... on the. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> hey, Neil, what's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I, do, I think I just sort of walk away and, like, under my breath, just go, I'm fucking terrible at this stuff. <laughs> Jesus. I love this idea that Bodhi was expecting um, him to be like, do you know what? We're actually planning a mutiny. And, like, we didn't know whether you wanted to get involved or not. Like, we weren't sure which side. Like. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm the cool uncle. <laughs> you really are. You're the funkle. You are the funkle. Day, as it often does, turns into night. And... The night turns into day. Skylar, you wake up and there is another bit of paper that's been folded up with an S written on it. It's been slid underneath your door. Okay, I look at it. You look at it and you open it up and it says, uh, same handwriting as before from Maximilian. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, dear Skylar, been thinking about you. Hope you're finding sleep okay. M. P.S. Dream of me. Oh. <laughs> Maximilian! <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> he like eats P- the notes. PPS, <laughs> this note will explode after. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this is really cute. This is. Your... <laughs> 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 His first instinct is to just eat it. <laughs> I want to be close <laughs> to you. <laughs> Just, it was just so like, wow, that's a really vivid reaction and really, really paints how you used to live in a cult. And it's just like, I just have to hide this information immediately before I incriminate yeah. myself. I, uh, I must consume it. Give me some of your no hair one... so I may swallow it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Stop making it like a weird sex 
Fucking stop making it weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's just eating paper to hide evidence. <laughs> Such a weird energy today. What are you talking? What are you talking about? Bodie, you wake up. Your place is no more messy than it was when you went to sleep. Yep. You have not turned into a crocodile overnight or anything like that, or an alligator, in fact. Thank goodness. That'd be the worst timing. Of course, you've been sleeping in your little uh, fish tank. So you wake up and you are underwater. And you're kind of getting used to it at this point, yeah. with that curse not yet having been lifted. Honestly, the fact that you're kind of in stasis, like you don't wake up with a crick in your neck, like uh, from from my hammocking days, uh, sounds, that sounds it does, dirty. It, it does, it, ignoring that, it does sound quite nice to sleep in like a suspension fluid. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, it feels womb-like. It's like those salt pools that you can, you can yeah, rent for like, like an hour. Yeah, salt pool, yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I'm back on site. <laughs> the first thing I do is uh, telepathically sort of say to both parties, uh, knowing that I'm probably the last one up, morning all, sorry Tala, I, I figured you might want a little bit of space, but I just, you know, wanted to make sure that you were okay. You probably just get like a, oh, Pody, your voice is so loud. Cool. Duly noted. <laughs> Tala, on me a con save. That's a f- 14. 14. Very well. Tyler, can you roll me a wisdom saving throw at disadvantage, please? Oh, no. Oh, no. Those were two good rolls, though. Wisdom, it's a plus seven. So that's a 23. Thank you. Am I, like, next level hungover? (laughs) Tyler, you are monumentally hungover. That sounds about right. Mm. She was doing solo drinking. That's the heaviest kind. Bodhi Bodhi knows it all too well. (laughs) From Tyler's message, even though it is telepathic, you can still hear the clinking of bottles. <laughs> and also, like, you know that Tala doesn't really get drunk because she's got her magic tankard, so she can enjoy a drink without ever having to suffer the, yes. you know. So she wanted to suffer. Tala invented booze-free booze. Yeah. Um, and chose to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, Bodhi's just going to make a make a mental note of uh, just preparing lesser restoration, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> As you are all rousing... Uh, the smell of breakfast begins to fill the boat. Oh, this is awkward. It's it's okay. Tala probably won't attend breakfast. Yeah, that'd be a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> Skylar, roll me a perception check. 20. Oh, no. It is a smell for breakfast that you have not smelt for breakfast before. Oh, no. There is a strong fish smell accompanying breakfast this morning. Oh, Pad's cooking. <laughs> 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 If you were to make your way down to to breakfast, you would find that there seems to be some sort of it's a porridge situation with with fish fish uh, porridge fish inside of it fish porridge. And maybe you hear some of the other members of the crew commenting on that. Tiny's body language, if you were watching him, has do not do not the tiny is what his body language is saying at the moment. So um, instead of going fish porridge, we should be like. Fish oh, porridge. Yeah. Oh, what um, a fun, exciting new thing for us to try. Oh, oh I see. You're punishing us all. Tina and T-Mouse uh, does sort of pipe up after receiving their uh, bowl of it and says, Oh, no. Um, no. So what is, what is this, please, Mr. Tiny? What is it? Just frantically shaking my head. Tiny, <laughs> t- Tiny looks down and then like, squats down to get eye level oh, no. with, with Tina. Oh, no. It's called Kedgeri. Kedgeri Revenge. <gasps> I was going to say it. <laughs> Kedgeri Revenge. Stands back up, looks at Tina, mage hands out a fish head and just places it in Tina's bowl. 
Bon appetit. Oh no, I broke dining. I really think we should have gone with a different route that wasn't Heartbreak Hotel. Mm. Good protein in this, oh. Tina. Um, Mark that. I shut the fuck up and say absolutely <laughs> nothing. I vanish away. I'm not having breakfast. Do you leave Skylar genuinely? Yeah, he's not. He's he he's not going to eat something he doesn't want to eat. But he's not going to make like a fuss about it. He's just he can go invisible. That's, he invisibles I mean, he, away. You can't. Touch <laughs> Skylar cannot turn invisible. He can sneak. He can emotionally turn invisible. He will invisible away. Very well, uh, Skylar. On me a stealth. Thirty-one. Check. Nice. Yeah, no one even notices that Skylar was there. Bodhi, you turn to make a comment to <laughs> Skylar. Pe- <laughs> he is pieced out. And, and there's a part of you that wonders whether Skylar was ever, in fact, there. <laughs> Good. Which means that, Bodhi, you're the only member of uh, senior leadership to hear this. Ooh. Most of the crew are there, those who aren't currently sleeping or doing some sort of duty. This is Breakfast is generally the time that most of them are there. Yeah. Tiny picks up a pot and bangs it with a ladle and there's oh, no, no there's no like daintiness about it mm. and he says so I hear that some of you take issue with the way that myself oh. and Tala have been conducting oh, ourselves no. Oh, oh no I knew it I fucking knew it and I want you all to know that it's none of your <laughs> fucking business what your captain gets up to or who oh. your captain gets up to it oh. with oh no I knew it now because I don't know who has been saying these things, and I don't know why they've been saying them, I want you all to know that I will be keeping my head on a fucking swivel. And if I find out who's been saying these things, and who's been trying to, oh, I don't know, incite a rebellion. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Tiny their head will wind up on my fucking horn. Yeah, yeah, this was what was gonna happen. Now let me make one last thing very, very fucking clear. I have done things that none of you would be able to stomach. Oh shit. And I am not afraid of doing those things again. Oh shit. He definitively places the lid on the kedgeree. And then, he turns his head towards Bodhi. Oh shit. Smiles and says, I am so sorry you had to see that, Bodhi. I'll uh I'll leave. I'll leave. I think the the smile that he gets back is uh the reptilian smile. Uh <laughs> Uh-oh, lizard brain. <laughs> and I say, better out than in. He's got a problem with the r- crocodile man and you just went and did that. Unlike this Kedger revenge. Eat up everyone. <laughs> I love it. I love it so T- much. Tiny says absolutely nothing to you, Bodhi. <laughs> you may roll an insight check if you like. I would love to. I rolled a three. Yeah, Bodhi, I'm sorry, bud. Like, you know that Tiny is not happy, and you can reasonably deduce why he's unhappy. He made it very clear mm. uh, verbally. Yeah, he told um, you. But the look he gives you, you can't work out. Oh. There's, there's something about it. And maybe it's just like it is, it might just be that this is a person who is upset and in their feelings and is trying their best to not like be shitty to someone who doesn't deserve the shittiness. But you don't know. Can I roll an insight? You are not there. You left. I know, but could I actually be in the shadows? <laughs> I mean, I think on three occasions you said Skyler is getting himself as yeah. far away from there as yeah. possible. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, he just sneak, he sneaks back in to to get the gas and then runs away. Skylar's got tea out of nowhere, popcorn. Um, no, I'm afraid, no. I'm afraid, Skylar, you are you are not there. You will need yeah, this information I've, I've relayed gone. to you by Bodeline himself. Yeah. I think throughout that, Bodie was very very still, though it was quite a shock to start off with. His wizardly brain will have gone, okay, this is potentially a good opportunity to read some people. Um, Sure. Am I able to do a retroactive... Yeah, Romy, uh, Romy and Insight Check at advantage for like... The time spent. Yeah, for the time spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the memories. specifically eyeing Beavis like we talked yesterday. (laughs) I know exactly how you feel. Fuck's sake. Why why couldn't I have either of these roles... (laughs) For the last roll. <laughs> I rolled a 19 and an 18, so that's a wow. 19. Nice. Damn. Um, you're looking around the room and very much feels like a classroom being told off. There are some people that are like, what the fuck has he put in this porridge? Um, people are eyeing their food very suspiciously. Mm-hmm. There are people giving each other shifty looks. There's a lot of surprised faces. Mm. A lot of surprised faces. Mm. And it seems as though a lot of the a lot of the stuff that Tiny is saying is genuinely surprising to them. Okay. Not that Bodie would know to look for Maximilian, but Maximilian is not there. Uh, Maximilian is currently sleeping. Mm. I, th- I think that's sort of the most I, I can yeah. give you on a group, on a room full of people. Mm. I just think yet again telepathically I say, okay, we might have a problem. As Bodie thinks that to the group of you, a bell starts to ring from the oh. top of the ship. A scheduled normal bell. It is not a. It is not a breakfast bell. It is the bell of happiness. Like unidentified object. <laughs> sure. It's it's a it's a we've spotted something. It's weird. Sort of bell. I think from downstairs I ladle in one more. Uh, it's not the worst food I've ever <laughs> Stick eaten. Stick it in your pocket. I, I ladle <laughs> ladle in one more spoonful of kedgeri into my mouth and just say, right, places, people, and walk upstairs. People start to move to their places. Anyone stepping out to look, which I assume at the we've spotted something bell, all of you would would walk yeah. to, as Bodie seems yeah. to be doing. Yeah, Tala probably comes out. She's like tucking in her shirt. She's clearly slept in what she was wearing yesterday. Looks a bit tussled. It's kind of like running a hand through her. Let's have perception checks from everyone, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, 12. Oh, natural one. But oh, that's no. still a 13. That was a 19. I also got a 13. I did maths wrong. <laughs> so Bodie is the... Uh, only one to notice this at first, which is unfortunate because Bodie doesn't have a fucking clue what it is. Oh no. As you step out onto the deck, you are looking around, you hear Tarden Great Cobble from the top of the mast yelling something, gesturing up. Look up, look up. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking weird, man. And Perfect like Tarla and Skylar, you're you're sort of looking around, but Bodhi, you look exactly where Tarden is pointing. The sun's really uh. bright, so Tarla's squinting and like, fuck, this hurts. And perhaps this is why it's difficult to see, because Bodhi, your eyes make out a. It's reflecting a lot of light. It's got big, uh, almost golden wings that seem to have stained glass within it. Uh. You focus in, it looks like it's a humanoid. What? Humanoid sort of size flying through the sky. Oh. Very peaceful looking hands, but the light reflecting off almost looks like butterfly wings, like stained glass butterfly wings within a, within gold uh, filigree and metal. What is that? This is one of the people from Style? Yeah. And I, I sort of like tap them both uh, on on the <laughs> on the thighs and yeah, just yeah. point to where where I'm looking. Yeah, you you both look up and it is 
It is one of the Sigma clockwork uh, automatons mm. from style. Wow. As you look up, you feel your entire boat shake. Oh, dear. <gasps> as no. though it had struck a rock. What? And then you feel the boat being lifted out of the water. Oh, <gasps> shit. As to the starboard side of the Sakailia, you see what can be best described as an enormous mechanical head what? belonging to one of the underwater mechanical colossi that used to surround style. Oh, oh no. my goodness. And that is where we're going to pick up next time. Oh Holy my goodness. Holy What's in the Kedger Revenge? Why have these automatons come to the Sakailia? And will Tiny ever find out who started talking about him and Tala behind his back? Well, it's going to be juicy if we find out next time on Dice and a Slice. I think we should bite into our slice every single week on air. Um, wow. Tom, that's two strikes. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask where the first came from. <laughs> well, on uh, that note, I... Oh. oh, suddenly you're jumping the queue, I see. I heard a pause and, I, and it scared me. That's three strikes, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>